Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. You're here with Chaplain Glover and Personal Life Coach 2. Today's series is on divorce care. A lot of people have been divorced and they weren't sure how to kind of pick up the pieces and move on in life, feel good about themselves, understand how to have a good relationship, understand when is the right time to move forward with a relationship, and identifying some things what is a healthy relationship and also what is the impact of a divorce on family members so when somebody goes through a divorce they need to know how to take care of themselves so this discussion today is on divorce care with chaplain g Welcome, everybody. I am Chaplain Glover. So I'm here just to talk to you for about a minute about a short introduction about a series I will be showing and previewing here that has to deal with divorce. There are a lot of couples that are hurting that have been divorced and they're not sure exactly how to pick up the pieces and move on with their lives. So I have created a series to help. You may even be an individual that is seeking to be in a relationship but fears, you know, I come from a family of divorce and maybe you may be thinking that I don't want to be divorced. Okay, so these are still some tools that anybody can watch and learn from. So I want to help you learn how to deal with the effects of divorce. Um, once you learn that there are many things that can help you move on. God did not create us to be here alone. He created us to have Great companionship to support each other. So if you're having trouble saying goodbye and moving forward and picking up the things, I am here to help you. It is my duty, my job, to help you learn how to pick up the pieces, to move forward, to move on, have that wonderful life that God has blessed you to have. He wants you to have that. We just need to have the tools how to move forward with that. So I will be doing six series. You'll see six videos up here to help you. Let's have peace on life. Let's be happy. You know, some churches are afraid to talk about divorce because they're fear that we promote it. I'm not here promoting divorce. I am here promoting relationships. But I do understand that there are two reasons in the Bible they talk about. Divorce. God didn't like divorce, but there are two reasons. One is adultery, and the other one is if an unbeliever is married to a believer and the unbeliever wants to leave. However, I understand in today's world there are hardened hearts, and I don't want anybody to be in abusive relationships. You know, children are abused, spouses are abused, they are murder. So I want people to be healthy, find peace, and to learn how to live in peace. Join me on Chaplain Glover. You'll Today I want to talk about forgiveness. So this mini-series here is going to touch on forgiveness and the importance of forgiveness. So people get divorced for many, many reasons. Um, people don't have to carry the pain. You can ask God forgiveness. New Testament states that forgiveness is not optional. It's not optional. It is mandatory. Individuals can get very far with forgiveness. You rely on God. The problem is people solely want to rely on themselves. And 
need to seek assistance from God. That is one important aspect to remember. Matthew 6.15, but if ye forgive not man their trespasses, neither will your father forgive yours. Forgiveness does not condone what needs to be healed or what was done. Forgiveness is about releasing and healing. So it's up to you if you want to face your own hurt in order to release it. A lot of people don't want to release hurt and pain. They want to carry it. They want to hold on to it. And then sometimes indirectly, it is taught generations down. We can teach hurt and pain indirectly. Let's not do that. So let's ask God for forgiveness. That's the first thing you need to do is ask God for forgiveness. Forgiveness is not about, oh, you know what? Everything is forgotten. Um, it didn't happen. Being in denial. Forgiveness is about saying I'm releasing this pain and I understand what happened. It could be pain that was done to you or it could be pain that you caused. Ask God for forgiveness and remember that scripture, Matthew 6, 15. It's not, it, it's not normal to carry the hurt and pain every day. As we carry hurt and pain every day, we block things others to heal sometimes we even block messages and sometimes develop mistrust you don't want to be that person to carry the pain and mistrust so it's normal for individuals to hurt and be angry anger is that process that you go through so a divorce cares about giving the pain to god because if you don't give it to God, where is your pain going to go? Where does it go? Think about it. You hold it inside, and then people don't understand this person is angry. This person doesn't trust people. This person feels that they have to be alone in life. God didn't create us to be alone. He, he um, wants us to have companionship. Okay. So you have to let that pain go. And if you don't, pain can turn into resentment. So with this series, I want you to understand this is choosing forgiveness. Choose forgiveness for yourself. How do you do that? One, ask God to help you forgive. Forgive that person. Maybe forgive yourself for what mistakes have happened. Okay. The next thing is the consequence of unforgiveness. The consequences, you carry pain. You carry resentment, you carry untrustworthiness, you carry lack of communication, you carry generations of pain that can be taught directly to others. So understand the consequences of not forgiveness. And forgiveness means letting it go once you do that. Can't be I forgive, but I'm going to bring it up. Just I forgive and I let it go. A person, that position has no more control over me. Next thing is take responsibility of what happened. So it does not happen again in relationships. Again, I'm going to say the fourth 
is God's forgiveness. Ask for God's for forgiveness. He will help you. He will heal you. He will help you understand how to release and work through that pain. Focus on that scripture, Matthew 6, 15. And then I want to talk to you about the five love languages of apology. A lot of people have heard of the five love languages by Gary Chapman, but he also talks about the five love languages of apology. The one you want to express what you regret. What do you regret? What are some things that happened? Then let it go. Accept the responsibility is the second one. Okay. The third one is make restitution. Very important. The fourth one is generally repent. And the fifth one always goes back, requesting forgiveness. This is Chaplain Glover, and I'm here to help you work through if you've experienced divorce, you wanted to be remarried, and also maybe if you're single and you just don't understand things. to this here and let's talk about divorce care so the greatest victim is often not the spouse it is the children children often see sometimes a lack of communication um, they see they may develop mistrust they may see some hurt some pain some resentment that's passed back and forth and this can be passed down generationally without even knowing just simply acting out behaviors that have maybe been taught indirectly. So don't use children as a leverage. Don't use children as a switch to make the other partner, the ex-spouse, feel pain because your children will feel pain. Healing has to take place to get over what happened. Um, that's the benefits for the children. If you stay mad at the uh, spouse, the children also feel a sense that maybe you're still mad at them too when they had nothing really to do with that anger. Children have to be more important than the revenge, okay? When children hear you talk about the strange uh, parent, it means you're talking about them, a sense of them. So you can pray to forgive. We talked about forgiveness in the last session, part two. Pray to forgive that spouse and let that go. That way that anger isn't there and that isn't taught indirectly. You want your children to still have a healthy relationship with the parent as well. That helps them as they begin to be in relationships later in life. So how to heal your heart is not as easy as a broken leg. You know, broken leg, we can put a cast on it. Um, when there's emotions involved, how do you put emotions in a cast? You can't. So one, the first thing you have to identify is that emotions is designed to move. God doesn't want us to be stuck in anger, hurt, and pain. So understand you have to move that emotion. And how do you do that? You have to work through that. That may be scriptures, okay? That may be talking to others that believe in God that can help you, that have hope and confidence that have that faith to help you work through that. So we don't want you to be stuck in pain. We want you to have confidence, love, and gain. Even in life, 
Now, there is always a grief process when children have been affected, you have been affected through a divorce and a separation. There is a grief process, and that is a normal process to go through. Okay? So it's okay. You may feel anger at first. You may get depressed. You may feel like, what is going on? This is all my fault. But then you start to get an acceptance stage. And you're able to read things that can help you move forward, connect with others that can help you move forward, do healthy events with your children. And then life starts again. But also make sure the self-care is for you, that you are talking individually with God, that you are doing this walk individually for yourself so that you can heal and help your children heal. Okay. You want to stop the pain by not recreating the pain. Sometimes people recreate it, they cause numbness, they say they don't trust people, they block relationships, and they continue to live a life feeling very lonely. It's not what you want. Okay? So I have a couple of notes here that I'm going to read to you that I wrote down that I felt is very beneficial here. All right? So hope is necessary for individuals. Challenge negative thoughts. And understand the path of change. Hope is inspiring that the outcome is beneficial. Hope gives something forward to look forward to. Churches instill a lot of hope. And churches can talk about divorce care or offer that for individuals that they know who may need it. Or just offer it to get an understanding. First Thessalonians 1.3 Remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. Man. So we can demonstrate, we can help churches demonstrate a sense of hope and we can communicate that have faith, have hope, Work towards healing. If we don't do that in a community, we create a sense of opposition in individuals. And they feel kind of outcasted that they've been divorced. But God wants you to be happy and at peace. And like I stated before, it's okay to ask for forgiveness. Get remarried. Move forward. But first heal you. Okay. So hope is an expectation of change and the religious conviction is directed by God. That is what I want you to get today in today's lesson. And that is what I want you to understand there. Fill your heart. Work on you. Be beneficial for your children. Be positive. Don't be negative to the ex-spouse. Let them deal with them. You pray for them and you move forward. One of the leading causes of divorce is infidelity. And Proverbs 6.13, but the man who commits adultery is an utter fool, for he destroys himself. Think about that. You can completely destroy yourself and your family. Feelings of resentment, hurt, and pain all tie into that adultery. However, there are many couples that I have counseled 
And I often ask them, well, the adultery can either make your relationship stronger or it's going to break your relationship. And so that answer there is just what it is. Sometimes, you know, you have to tap in and really see why did the adultery occur? It's not to blame each other, but it's to look inside and see what happened. Is it that the person was also seeking or searching? So some healing can come in place. Some There's recovery with that. God is forgiving. And once a person admits it and repents, the spouse can forgive. Okay. However, that spouse can't use that tool as a power struggle. And you have to understand if you are forgiving that person, you are forgiving that person and letting that go. You're not bringing that up every time because if God forgives, so can you. However, on the other side, if the act continues and there's no change, one must move on. Again, God does allow divorce. He doesn't like it, but he does allow it. Okay, so infidelity and be in a position of praying over it, releasing it, letting it go, that both individuals heal. And both getting to the root of the problem. Why did it occur? What was missing? Or did you feel that void in that person's life may have been? What was the pain there? Why did they seek that? Those are some questions that can be brought up and they can be brought up simply with a chaplain, counselor, pastor. Couples can move on and if they can't, again, you move forward in life and you ask God to handle that situation. So now let's talk about financial challenges. Guess what? Finances is number one. Number one lead for divorce. That has been the number one death in marriages. It's called economic infidelity. So frustration on who handles the money can come up, uh, who spends the most, uh, how's the money spent is the number one thing that people want to understand. Um, guess what? Fatalities in marriage had to do with money, not infidelity, money. Most fatalities in marriages had to do with money. So you want to talk about it. You want to talk about debt. And people say, well, we don't want to talk about it, you know. Well, if you don't talk about it, that is the very thing that's going to come back and take you out. How much money do you make is what you want to discuss. How much debt do you owe? Who do you constantly take care of? Sometimes there's elders, there's children. All of this has to be communicated. There are people to support you and help you. There are financial advisors out there that are great at this. I have a financial advisor. Me and my spouse have a financial advisor and was able to put things in place, it was easy to communicate that. So there's two economic cultures. You have financial priority, 
Some people have investments as the other culture with savings. Um, so you want to negotiate that up front and you want to discuss it. It's much easier to talk about it than to lose your life over it. Pray about finances. Can. God wants us to have companionship and peace among each other. And on this earthly plane, finances is involved. So, again, you can talk to a financial advisor. You can talk to experts who are good in finances. Talk to each other first about what your goals and your plans are about finances. Talk about what your strengths and weaknesses are. It's okay to be honest and transparent about your finances. This is very important. Also, Tony Evans has a book online called Living in Financial Victory. You can check that out. There's many good books out there. People like to go to YouTube, but personally, I like to talk to a person and it was easy when we talked with a financial advisor. Okay. So I want to go to my notes about things here. You always got some notes here. So the question is, how can I get my life back after a divorce? Understand you have never lost your life because you lost your spouse due to divorce or death. You know this is hard to hear? You didn't come into the world with them. You came into the world as an individual. The things that make you feel like you lost your life is what you expected your life to be like. You need a new vision. A life that does not include someone that chooses not to be a part of your life. You want to reimagine yourself where you thought you would be for this person into your life. Where would you be? Or now, where would you be five years from now? Stop and take a deep breath. I think who you are apart from that person. You're an individualized person. God created you beautifully. And you have gifts and talents as well that you can tap into. And you have a purpose here. So many times individuals define themselves in relationship by the other person. What the other person wants. What the other person's doing. And they lose really knowing who they are and creating that relationship with God. Naked did I come into this world, and naked should I return. So let's learn to be healed. So divorce is like death. It's a difficult time, but with support, a person can pull through and tap into God. All right, so I have some more things for you here. These are some things here. Write down if you have time. Okay. So these are some things to help you. So understand this. So in a one to four year marriage, okay? So if you're married to, if you're married for four years, it takes one year to heal. So it's a one to four year ratio for marriage. So if you're married for 10 years, it's gonna take you how long? Two years to heal. You wanna live in the present, live in the past. Learn from it, but don't live there. Don't stay in the past living there. Don't live in the future. The future comes when it comes. 
live in the ever present. Be careful. Set goals and plans. God and purpose. Establish meaningful relationships. People that you know that have honest intentions in your life. Don't be a hermit. Don't stay sheltered. Have a spirit support system. People that can support you. Next one is work on yourself. Work on yourself. Work on yourself. So steps one through three so far will help you do that. No matter the fault for the divorce, there are things we need to improve on to be ready to be spouse God intended. Work on your relationship with God. Let him be the center of your life. Be kingdom minded. Serve in a church, volunteer, get connected, stay a little busy. Read Psalms and Proverbs monthly. If you read five psalms a day and one chapter of Proverbs, you will have read them through. Every month you've read them through. Those are some tips that I wanted to share with you. And keep those in mind. So Hello, welcome, welcome. You're here with Chaplain Glover and Personal Life Coach 2. Today's series is on divorce care. A lot of people have been divorced and they weren't sure how to kind of pick up the pieces and move on in life, feel good about themselves, understand how to have a good relationship, understand when is the right time to move forward with a relationship and identifying some things what is a healthy relationship? And also, what is the impact of a divorce on family members? So when somebody goes through a divorce, they need to know how to take care of themselves. So this discussion today is on divorce care with Chaplain G. Welcome, welcome. You're here with Chaplain Glover and Personal Life Coach 2. Today's series is on divorce care. A lot of people have been divorced and they weren't sure how to kind of pick up the pieces and move on in life, feel good about themselves, understand how to have a good relationship, understand when is the right time to move forward with a relationship and identifying some things what is a healthy relationship and also what is the impact of a divorce on family members so when somebody goes through a divorce they need to know how to take care of themselves so this discussion today is on divorce care with chaplain g Welcome, welcome. You're here with Chaplain Glover and Personal Life Coach 2. Today's series is on divorce care. A lot of people have been divorced and they weren't sure how to kind of pick up the pieces and move on in life, feel good about themselves, 
understand how to have a good relationship, understand when is the right time to move forward with a relationship, and identifying some things, what is a healthy relationship, and also what is the impact of a divorce on family members. So when somebody goes through a divorce, they need to know how to take care of themselves. So this discussion today is on divorce care with Chaplain G. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. You're here with Chaplain Glover and personal life coach too. Today's series is on divorce care. A lot of people have been divorced and they weren't sure how to kind of pick up the pieces and move on in life, feel good about themselves, understand how to have a good relationship, understand when is the right time to move forward with a relationship and identifying some things, what is a healthy relationship and also what is the impact of a divorce on family members. So when somebody goes through a divorce, they need to know how to take care of themselves. So this discussion today is on divorce care with Chaplain G.